Welcome to the Success Journey Show. Let's travel together through the lives of individuals on the road to success. Hey, what's going on, travelers? It's Ricky Ventures and Marlon Madden. We're back with you for another episode of the Success Journey Show. What's going on, Marlon? How you doing today? Man, I tell Ricky, put on your best dress, your Sunday's best. And look what he got on. Got on my hoodie, man. I've been, I've been, I, I, I was all dressed, I was best. I was dressed well all day today, man. I had to get comfortable, man. I I, I ended up I ended up falling asleep a little bit too, man. I, I turned off my computer around six o'clock, sat down. Man, I was watching Family Feud, man. I I I don't ever watch it because you know I'm usually I had no practices today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first oh time wow! In like months, I had not Bro. any had no practices whatsoever. So I didn't know what to do with myself. So I'm sitting down like. And I was laughing with my my sister in law. I was like, "Man, you know what? As I'm sitting here, I'm thinking like, man, let me go build an app. I, think I can go build an app right now." And she's like, and "I'm like, yo, what the, what's wrong with me, man? Like, like what's wrong? Like, just sit down, sit down, <laughs> that, bro. Just sit down. Why can't we do it? Man, oh, we gotta man. we gotta find out. We we probably bring us. Nah, I don't. I hate talking to psychologists, really. But yeah. um." Bring somebody that has the same situation like us, like just workaholic. Not, yeah. not I wouldn't call it workaholic. Just you just feel you like you always have to be. You're creative. Yeah, I think yeah. that's yeah, what you're it creative. is. That's what it is. That's what it is. The creative. Yep. Creators always got to be creative. You know. Yeah. That's when they feel like they're doing something. If they're not, they're like, ah. Uh, I'm sitting there. I'm like, yo, why the heck am I thinking about building an app right now? I'm like, yo, I can do it in like maybe get an hour, hour, hour and a half. Kind of <laughs> put something together real quick. And I was like. You know what? Now let me just see. And the next thing you know, I was knocked out for a good thirty minutes. Woke up. I was like, "Yeah, this feels good. This feels good." So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know why I went on that tangent, but no, it's, you're man, good. We swing are, trainer. Let's talk about that swing trainer, Rick. Oh yes, sir. Swing trainer. Ooh, when is it? When is this episode coming out? Oh, it's not going to come out next week. All right, so next week. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, you guys were already seeing. Man, we have a new site coming a new website coming. Um, you know, it's just all about listening to feedback, right? Feedback from customers. And, you know, we want to make sure everything is nice and crisp. So we took the time, our development team took us the time to um, put a lot of the feedback into action, man. Got a new site coming. Um, you know, we were working last weekend, getting some more product ready. Um, man, it's just this this journey. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm really, I really fell in love with the journey of figuring this thing out, you know, and, you know, we have this swing trainer for anyone that's out there. Like, what is, what is the swing trainer? We're not talking about swinging trainer, a swing trainer. <laughs> I'm not right. laughing at that. I'm not yeah, laughing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not with them. People are the, not with the, them. the elite, the elite, the elite swing swinger trainer. trainer. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, why my sites is getting all these hits. I don't know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the elite oh, swing man. trainer. Um <laughs> and, and and uh what it does is for baseball, softball, like we say every week, but I'll say it again for that person that just tuning in today for the first time on our on our show. Uh it helps present prevent casting, uh, early extension, rolling over, um, helps you perfect your swing path um to the ball. So in baseball and softball we, we love it man we've been getting the product in a lot of different areas uh i get so excited when i see a new state purchase it uh it's it's 
it, people are commenting about it. Uh, yes. People are really enjoying the product. So, man, it, it, it's, it's, it's crazy, man, when you, when you have something that was, that's on paper, in your hand, then in somebody else's hand, something that you produced, right? And you're seeing videos of people using it all over, right? And that right there, it's just, man, my, my, my hands my hands built that man my hand yeah. people are using yeah, it yeah, yeah, and yeah, seeing yeah. the value out of it so man we're excited about it and definitely looking forward to for the continued growth of it so yeah yes, sir so if you guys really wondering like i i came down i went rashado's wrestling had two wrestling he got beaten one the other one he won <laughs> and, then, and then uh took him to basketball practice and then i flew back like I, I, I we usually had this on Monday. Let you know that's a Wednesday, and I was like, "Oh man, I got a podcast episode there." I pull it from the back from the practice. Huh? We jumped in the Vic and then we came straight over here. So, and it's a half an hour drive away, uh, you know. So, but I don't think I don't think they were wondering that. No, they're they're going to be like, "Why is Marlon in a suit? Why is Marlon in a suit?" No, no, they were wondering. No, that's which. I don't want. I don't want him to think this is going to be the norm. I'm not going to be up here in no daggone suit. <laughs> like my name is Pastor Matt. Oh man, yeah, right. <laughs> like you're a coach, man. You you're coach. coaching tonight. You're coaching yeah, I was tonight. Coaching tonight. <clears throat> oh man, the lapel yeah. and everything. Yes, but sir. yeah, tra travelers. Like, uh, remember, like, always go to our website. Um, see a lot of different things on there. A lot of things that we're involved in. Get going on social media. Um, not only to the Success Journey Show page, but you can go to some of our personal pages as well, some other activities that are happening. Uh, we're just excited to have life and um, be be with our, our families. Um, man, I, I had a, I, I got to mention this one, man. I just had got news yesterday that a, a good buddy of mine uh, passed away mm. uh, last week and a guy that I worked with. And um, yeah, that one, it hit me hard, man, because it hit me hard more so because something told me to reach out to him like a month ago. And I got so busy with what I was doing, I, I didn't even do it. I didn't even make the phone call. And then all of a sudden I get, I get news and an email, say, hey, Rick, check this out. And I'm just like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. Gotta be man. kidding me. So man, just prayers out to his family. Uh, left uh, behind two daughters, a wife. And um, yeah, I just know, man. I, I just, man, it's just, it's just, it's just heartbreaking, man, to know that he's gone. Young, young, young man too, young, young. So it's just heartbreaking, broken. So, um, all the love goes out to his family. Uh, praying for you, and it's not just him. You know, there's so many people in the world that are doing, going through suffering and different things. Uh, houses burnt, burning down. Yeah. Um, families being displaced. You know, it's a lot. It's a lot of things going on. People are dealing with man, and um, sometimes you can get so caught up in what you're doing every single day that you don't you you go through your normal routine. And my sons and I were driving home, driving from school today, uh, back home, and all we all of a sudden we hear a big crash, mm. and um, they heard the noise, and I automatically knew what it was. Somebody ran into the back of somebody, and I looked in my rearview mirror, and like four cars back, there it was. Someone mm. has ran to the back of somebody. I'm just like, see, it just that could have been you. Yeah, could have been me. Could have been me. And then I told my boys, this is just a split second that something like that can happen. That's why you don't be on your cell phones when you're, when you're driving. People are mm. driving, like, stay off of it because 
it's just that split second you don't know and you don't know if someone else is going to hit you right and yep. then, and the crazy part about it man i know i'm going on but the crazy part about it is all i could think about is like man if that happened how much my day would just have been screwed up yeah 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 oh wow yeah you know all the things that i gotta yeah, do yeah, you gotta day. do now you gotta yep yeah, everything is pushed to the right this. yep you know yep. so you know and i know you can't control everything everything's not in your control but control the things that you can't control be safe out there uh driving um be alert um stay off cell phones and um and i know that's something i i really have to deal with myself right so yeah guys man we we Man, we got an exciting podcast um, and guest coming to you. But before we go there, we'll have this commercial, hit out the commercial. And sorry, I got I got to say it is because usually I don't go back and listen to our podcast, but some, sometimes I do. Um, I did a couple weeks ago. Sorry for all those that you hear this music and you don't, like, you just hear smacking of the ball sounds, right? Oh, so yeah, yeah. For the people that's video, listening. It's a it's video, a video uh, of, the of the swing trainer. Trainer. Um, so just go on YouTube and watch and watch it, right? Uh, if not, just fast forward, hit the thirty second forward button, and, and just just get to the rest. rest yeah, of the podcast. that's crazy. That yeah. it's not going to translate over because you go yeah. to they just hear the music, they hear smack. Yeah, smack. smack. It's like you hear smack <laughs> for a minute. You hear smack it. <laughs> travelers like we said like we always say we're at the portion of the show where you want to see you don't want to hear me and run ricky run our our, our mouth you want to hear about our guests and what the kind of good things they have going and yes, today i have a special guest uh i met this young lady on uh uh-huh. <laughs> nice work already thank you <laughs> I, I dressed up ricky did it people like so it. uh so <laughs> He didn't tell so me, man. He didn't tell me. <laughs> so I met this young lady and she helped me out tremendously. And then she said something that just, she said, yeah, pilot. And I said, who's a pilot? She said, I'm a pilot. I said, oh, we definitely got to get you on. Because as you know, we had a couple of weeks ago, we had um, Tim Hurley on and he's a, a, yeah. a pilot. And I was like, we got to get both perspectives because, and it's not Aaron today, but today is National Women's Day. International yeah. Women's Day. International, International Women's Day. Yeah. I expect everyone to be sending me drinks. There you go, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, before we get into the show, let me introduce none other than Jed. Jed, how are you doing? <laughs> Marlon and I, Jimmy. How are you guys doing? <laughs> doing well. Doing, doing well. wonderful. Well. Hey, so we could get the formalities out of the way. Just introduce yourself to the to our audience and let them know a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. Hey, but listen, before I say that, like, I'll uh, wait till the end and I'll give you my address where you can send the drinks. Okay. Because <laughs> I listen. Chardonnay. 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 Yeah. Wait, oh, yeah. no. I'm a red wine. No, red wine. Red wine. It's not no Very snap, red wine. Yeah. Okay. Let's, I'm, a, I'm a pilot. Hey, I said that within the first minute. Okay. So I listened to your podcast with uh, your Navy pilot and he didn't even mention that. Like, he talked on and on about how he was like, you know, uh, you know, he's the top gun instructor and stuff he didn't even say like 
I'm a pilot. Like that's the first thing you have to say, like within a minute, like if you don't, like you owe drinks to the like bar. Cause especially yeah. if you're single and you're trying to hit on people, especially. Oh, wow. We didn't even know that, man. Hey Rick, so we're going to use that. We're going to use, do I look like yeah. a pilot? And only that, but like after you introduce yourself as a pilot, I'm the best pilot. Cause just in case there's other pilots around, you have to establish dominance. Uh, there you go. Uh, Especially I when you know. can't even, there's nothing to compete in. Like, what, what are you going to jump into an F-16? And yeah, 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 yeah. Right <laughs> prove it, prove it. Yeah. <laughs> that was dominance. Like, I'm the better pilot, obviously. So. <laughs> oh, oh man, I love it. I just want to say it. that. Okay. So, Marlon, I'll, okay. Um, my background. Thank you so much for having me on. This is a pleasure. You guys are super fun. Um, I am an Air Force helicopter pilot which trumps anybody else and better than anybody else uh but uh i was an army brat my dad was in the army which i mean i don't know if you guys heard this but army parents are the best recruiters to the air force uh, i thought i wanted <laughs> to go to the i thought i wanted to go to west point so my dad took me out of west point and i saw they had bars on the outside of the windows which means that keeps the inmates in right so yeah then he he was he was so prescient he thought jen opke is a super prepared person who cares about everything cares about her future and she wants to go to the air force academy so the day after prom i was dating a army private i don't know e3 i don't know if that's private corporal maybe oh, E3. yeah i was a, we live in fort bragg and so he's like he he my dad bought plane tickets at 7 a.m out of raleigh on the day after prom so Jen was home by 9 p.m. on her like prom night. I, I think I went and had like one dance. I was back home in my bed and we we drove out and we flew to Colorado Springs and we landed and it was just like Shangri-La. Like we landed wow. in Colorado Springs, drove up. And have you been to Colorado Springs? I've been not. to Colorado Springs. Have you seen the Air Force Academy? I haven't seen the Air Force Academy, um, but the, I don't think they'll let me on. I'm a Marine. I don't let um, probably not but yep. like i'll probably eat all the crayons yeah. i-25 you can drive by on i-25 you can <laughs> like well, from way far away and you can see like it's it's just this crystal palace on the carved on the side of the mountain and i was like yeah you know what mm. and, and i got to stay a couple days and meet people and yeah they didn't have bars in the outside of the windows i'm like yep this is where i want this is where i want to be this is where i want to be and no bars <laughs> on the windows <laughs> <laughs> and you know better than the naval academy too like i just i don't know i fell in love so never had <laughs> i know you like that right <laughs> um go air force beat navy but uh, like so love i love people i was going and, and at that time in 2000s like in the 97 to 2000 just to show a little bit of my age um i'm not that old but like i when i graduated i had to go to pilot training mm. that was just the thing like i and there was no choice in that like unless you had a broken back or you had a scholarship to oxford you had to go to the academy or you had to go to pilot training. So I was like, well, I'll go to pilot training. And because I'd been so close to infantry and my dad was 82nd and that was so, I was a big passion. I mean, we live in Fort Bragg. We were right against the gates for yeah. Fort Bragg. So we saw Apaches and Chinooks and all the time flying over. And I was like, you know what? I want to, I want to be right there. I want to, I want to be right there in the fight. I don't want to be up with an F-15. Um, you're good. You're good. Show you a picture. Like, good. Here, I mean, I'm going to like F-15. That's going to just drop bombs and like not really be part of the fight. That's my boyfriend's picture. Um, and <laughs> like not be in, you know, a tanker that's going to be delivering gas. Like I want to be right down in it. I want to make sure that I'm there in the fight and like, I got to fight my way in and I got to fight my way out. And mm. the best way I found to do that was combat search and rescue. Wow. 
space. Yeah. yeah. So like that mission is, you know, we go in when an airman or a soldier or whatever, you know, Marlon, right? Like yep. when it's their worst day, like they're getting shot up and it's, they, okay. they have no escape. <laughs> I'll tell a good Marine story here in a little bit, but like they, they are dying for bleeding out, whatever it is. It's eyesight, limb, or, you know, uh, life. And so that's when we go in and, uh, and, and the enemy already knows that we're going in. So we have to like figure out how to, it's like a, you know, a math problem to get in and, and then to get out yeah. and, we're, you know, I'm leading 12 men. It's just the coolest thing in the world to do just to, and also, you know, as well as the super most rewarding, it's also like the super worst if you can't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I know. <laughs> I can imagine, man. I that, want to hear that, that Marine story. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear that Marine story. <laughs> All right. So, okay. So we're in Afghanistan. Um, and I, I got called that there was a, somebody got the, the Marines got into a big tick and uh, troops in contact. Right. And they got shot up. One of their guys was bleeding out and they needed, it was dark night. There was a bunch of roses you know, those, um, the, I don't even, I don't even remember what it stood for, but Roz, like where the big umbrellas are, where A-10s, Apaches were shooting enemy forces. Yep. We'd, we'd fly around it to get to the Marines. Okay. So mm. we have seen, we have signaling devices and that's, we all know what the signaling devices are. And when I'm talking to an American, I tell them to activate their signaling device, like they know to do it. Well, I told these, this Marine, I thought just one Marine to turn on a signaling device. And the whole just field, like a mile by a mile, everybody had their signaling device on. You could just tell like all these young, <laughs> awesome Marines that were out there just like giving their life to their country just did not want a helicopter to land on them. And <laughs> I had to recalibrate in my mind of like, okay, how do I do, how do I tell these 18 to 20 year olds like. Turn off your signaling device. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool, bro. I'm not landing on you. But I need to land to the guy that's bleeding. <laughs> like, how do I communicate that in a way that doesn't give away his position, my position, or what we're doing in the area? That was that was one of my more fun. Like, man, <laughs> hey, you gave an instruction and everybody followed. Hey, good on you guys. Good yeah. on you. I was like, okay, these <laughs> signaling devices. Cool. I just need the signaling device at this location yeah 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 one one person turned on everybody else off yeah oh, hey, i could tell i could tell uh, you know military folks were kind of different and i could yeah. tell that yeah. if if you and i were in the same location uh it would be pandemonium because i could tell you have that hint of crazy because you have to have it in order to do that with that job you have to yeah back. you have to yeah. You have to be like, people are shooting down there. There's a chance I could get shot, especially in Afghanistan. You know, surface to ear was, was, was a big deal out there. But they're like, and you say, hey, turn on your signal light. And up there, you're chuckling like, ha, 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 look at these dumb Marines. <laughs> hey, turn on your signal light. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this guy right there. They're right? so sweet. But they're just like, oh, my God. They just don't want to get landed on by a helicopter. I get it. Like, right? Like. In the human experience, like I get it, you don't want to get landed on by a helicopter. So, yeah. what's the best way to do that? Don't make the whole thing light up the whole thing. So light up the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, light it all up, man. You ain't hitting me, man. So let me, let, let, um, brothers and sisters, what, what, only child? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have um one of each younger. I'm the oldest. Mm. So did any fall in your footstep? What's what's the deal? No. Oh, oh you're the one that bit it and went. went they with got it. enough of Vietnam. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, that's a thing. They had enough of Vietnam. Yeah. I mean, my younger brother, um, he he got he became an HVAC guy. My mother, I mean, I don't know what, what happened in high school. I've heard rumors of like drugs and all that stuff. I don't know. He's a great human. He's an amazing human. He got his life straight and he's an HVAC guy. Um, my sister married a Marine who I mean, and not to, I, I hate this, but <laughs> well, Marine reservist, also a state trooper, and he committed suicide when he came back from. Mm. So. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Man, sorry to hear that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's impactful, right? Like, cause we were in Iraq together. I tried to fly out to him and, and then we, we came back and I, I'm, you know, if there's ever an opportunity, and especially if there's anybody in your audience that listens to this, I, I'm a huge advocate of like, that post-deployment, like the reset where you get the time where you get to be with your squadron and you talk to the people that were in that moment with you and now you're back in normal civilization. How you process I that? Understand. Correct. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, you know, and I love to tell the story and not to make light of something, but it's the truth. Like, you know, there's those motivational posters that we all see, you know, like with the slogans, but somebody did a, a, a meme on it that says, you know, but well, these two guys that are out, they're kitted, you know, they got all their stuff on them and they're like, so like badass and they're looking around the corner. They're like shooting at bad people. And the, 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 the thing that stops says PTSD. And at the bottom, it says, because you'll never be this badass ever again. Mm. I think that's a big thing for military people. And I mean, not to like just throw out a no. whole bunch of things for everybody to process at the same time. I, I think that's what my brother-in-law went through a little bit. Cause you know, he didn't get the time to, to decompose decompress he went straight mm. back on the road as a state trooper and he didn't get to talk about things and i think there was a lot going on in his life he just didn't get to process what what year what year what time frame was that 2008 yeah that's 2008 it had ramped up again in iraq real bad uh there 2004 2005 and then i know 2008 it ramped up again real bad and you know and at that time you got to think about it i know people will be like well we're we were at war since 2002 we should have figured it out but that wasn't the post wasn't the most important portion it was getting the person to the fight right so at that time yeah we yeah we 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 the military have done a way better job of having people come forward that have ptsd and not making you think like you're weak um the military have done a better post deployment um Outfit. I would argue with that, Marlon. I will say no. You, you, I you would? I, I, I think, I, but maybe because I, what I got in the beginning, I got way more when I went this, the second and third and fourth time. Yeah. The, 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 that first time you came back, it was like you land, and then I went back to New York. I went back to, well, I'm active, so I went to New York. Me and Ricky, and we're just chilling up there, and everybody's just, and you know, you've just seen some stuff, and you're like, oh, but you're back in New York. It wasn't really a, a heavy post. This time now, when I came back my last time, they don't let you just leave. They have a whole time frame for you to do the decompression with yeah. the unit. I, I just, you know, that. so I was, I was talking to a young lady two days ago who's, mm. she's, she's competing for uh, Miss Arizona. And, you know, she met, she made Miss Mesa, Mesa. And one of her big things is like, she wants to do better for military in PTSD. And, and she's talking yeah. about, she said she's talked to a couple of different psychologists and some of them said, well, you know, 
there's some people that are just more resilient to, to dealing with those things. And I was like, I cannot imagine anyone who is resilient mm-hmm. to being in the back of my helicopter, watching medics work on somebody and they they take their flight glove off and the flight glove, glove takes off their whole hand. Like, I just don't, I think that's not a human experience that we're ready for. You can never be prepared for that. Yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah, unless you're unless you are specifically a medic who trains all the time to seeing that kind of. Cra- I mean, it comes to tra- it comes to training. It's not that there's. I personally don't think. I mean, unless you think of sociopathy as something that's like more of a brain chemistry that's able to, to like deal with those kind of things. But like, I, I I mean, if a psychologist is telling a Miss America candidate that like there's people that can handle those things and then there's other people that can't. That I mean, that just it bothers, it bothers me because yeah, I, I hate the disorder portion of it. Like we humans in combat and I love America. I love my country so much. I would go to combat form every freaking day, but like you can't send somebody down range and expect them to experience those things and be normal. Like you yeah, just can't correct. It's, yeah. it's not, right. it's not the, it's not the human experience. No, so. you're right. Anyway, no, 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 no. We no, have, no, but that, we've that's, had, that's we've had, um, you don't know him, um, Gunnisar and Gallegos. If you go back to some of our episodes, Gunnisar and Gallegos was in Iraq as a corporal. He was in uh LAV, a, LAV or AAV, one of them, and got blown up, got eighty percent burnt, mm-hmm. and still a marine today. Yeah. So he was infantry, and because he came back, he went to San Antonio to the burn unit down there. Um and st- fought his way to stay in the Marine yeah. Corps. Now he's admin, and he's going. I think he's just ready to touch twenty years. And he he talked about the whole process. Also, we had somebody that was in the special forces, right? He worked with special forces, and he did all that kind of stuff, right? Combat stuff. But when he was in training back in the states, is when he got hurt. That he got paralyzed, and they wanted. To, they told his wife to pull oh, the plug. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about it. Pull, yeah. pull the plug because he wasn't going to live anymore, and he's still alive. So, so we've talked to people, and so this is not a this is not a subject that you you got to think that I can't touch on or I can't speak on on here yeah, because I've I've lost friends to um, PTSD, and you know that I've had my instances, but it it, it it's a it's a very touchy subject. It's a subject that I think some people can't even explain and because they can't explain it, they just say what that person said because I have a degree on the wall and I have to just say that. Um, and, you know, I have my thoughts. I have sometimes I have to change it about what PTSD. So it's it's a very touchy subject and it's a subject that I think we have not even seen the blunt of it because. The yeah. after effects, you, you you know, you know, it, it, it could be it could be three years, four years, five years down the road that somebody breaks yeah. down and have that 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 after effect. So we are you know. we are very blessed right now because we have a supportive uh, populace, right? Like the country cares about our yeah. veterans and they really are supportive. I mean, you know, I, I get all, every day, you know, thank you for your service. And I'm like, thank Correct. you for your support. But like, you know, with Vietnam, we saw those ramifications of that mental burden very quickly i just i think we will see that but it won't be i mean you i don't know if you've seen recently like today i think they released the testimony of the people that were in the evacuation for afghanistan like some of the soldiers that were there it just golly man like there's just a lot to process there and to say that's a disorder bothers me because it you know and, and there's a great author lieutenant colonel um 
uh, I always want to call him spread, Grossman. He's a former soft guy on, he wrote on combat, on killing. He's a great psychologist because he's been in, he's been in it. He's a special forces commander, but at the same time, like he was able to like break down some of the things that we've done. We've done preparatory, like you said a little bit more and you, you kind of, you know, alluded to the fact that we train so that we can do these things. We can kill other humans. We can, you know, we can project this national power, but at the same time, like there's like, while we've done some of the work, like it just, it, it's not a disorder, but at the same time, it's not natural for us Correct. To, to be Correct. in this. It's not natural. I always tell that to Ricky, yeah. you're landing in a place where somebody, you're saying somebody's trying to kill me and I'm trying to kill them. And I, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. And, yeah. and then after that six months, seven months, eight months, nine months, however long you stay, you come back to the States, you land and it's winning hearts and minds. And I got to walk into a thing and some guy is complaining about, Oh, the line is too long, and I'm behind it, and I feel like I want to just take his head and push it through the wall because <laughs> you haven't you haven't experienced what real, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So, I, I, or I'm at my I'm at my mother's house in the Bronx, and I hear them stumping upstairs, and I, and it sounds like um incoming. You know what I'm saying? So you 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 start, yeah, or you come back and you and you're used to having your weapon 24 seven, yeah, and then every time you get up, you're like, where's my weapon? Right. Yeah. I, I cannot get my boyfriend to understand, like, stop slamming the bathroom, like the toilet, toilet. toilet. like <laughs> stop it because I just want to yeah. draw a weapon. I just want to like yeah. fucking shoot back. Like, it's just that's the sound of an RPG. That's the sound of like an AK-47. That's the sound of the shit that I had to go through. Like, yes. stop it. <laughs> yeah, 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 I, yeah. I don't want to make light of it when I say this, but I, I couldn't imagine being in it because when I play paintball or laser tag, my adrenaline is high. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not even real. That's you not, know? Even real. It, correct, not even correct. real. You know, and my adrenaline like pumping, you know, being in the woods, paying paint. I'm like, man, imagine if this was a real bullet flying past my head right now. Like it so I I, I all respect to you guys for um just being in the moment of that. Um and not just in the moment of it, but even on that on the on the back end of it right now, right? Um that's a great point, it. though, Jimmy. Like, awesome. that's great training mentally, yeah. you yeah. know, to like put yourself. I mean, even though it's not, you know, it's not mortality, it's not your mortality you're facing. It's same, at least you're like facing some kind of danger. Right. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how many Americans put themselves in those situations to even maybe like understand or even try to try to empathize. No. Yeah. No. But you know, to, to Jen, going back a little bit, the little ways, you know, you, it just seemed like it was just innate in you. Like, this is something that you, it was a, your path that you were going down, right? And, you know, figuring out where you're going to go in that path, um, as you explained to us when the, the choice that you made with the Air Force. Uh, but, you know, on that journey, was there ever any doubt? Like, man, did is this where I really need to be? Or should I have done something else? Or, you know, man, am I back over here deployed again like do what should i be here like talk to us about that okay so uh, i'll start out with like i mean i think everyone has that human experience like when the, especially when they're young like eight, i was 18 at the air force academy and i was staring at my dorm ceiling thinking and marlon making some of us like right and this this i don't know if i can do this i don't know if i can do this i don't know i mean all the things i don't know if i can do this um the second time i've had that feeling well, I, you know, I chose, of course, I can do this. Second time I had that feeling where I just, my ceiling was when I was in Iraq and I was in the only female dorm 
and we realized that there was a king cobra underneath my mm. pooch. It's <laughs> like, mm. and the and the the, guy, the snake guys that were on base, right? They're like, no, it's fine. Just don't bother. Just don't bother it. It'll be fine. Just just don't upset it. I'm like, holy crap, y'all! Like, I am in this dorm by myself, and there's a king cobra that lives underneath me, and. I don't know what it would eat. I feel like exactly what what makes it upset. Like what is it? What what makes it upset? I don't know. Yeah, right. I don't even know. I don't even know. I just. I mean, I lived through it. Obviously, like King Crowber didn't. But like, there were some sleepless nights. Like, I was looking at my thing. Like, do I really just really what I want to do with my life? Like, we're sleeping above a King Cobra. Wait, wait, Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. How long was the King Cobra there? Dude, I don't know. I don't even know. They, it was like 17 or 20 feet is what they said. It was a pretty established, comfortable king cobra. They've been there for a long time. And the, what epidemiologists, yeah. I don't think that's the right word. Whatever, and d- the biologists that they looked at it and they're like, we don't want to bother this. <laughs> Should not take it out. Mm. Oh. Thank you for listening to the Success Journey Show. Please follow us on our social media on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook at The Success Journey Show. Also, check out our website at thesuccessjourneyshow.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Man. I'm going to tell you, it, it, it's crazy. We had, I was, on, um, I was on TQ, so we're the second set of Marines in TQ. Okay. And, and um, in 05, 04, right before Phantom Fury. And, and, we we're running down this, you know, we're PTing, and they're like, "Hey, you guys got to stop running down to um, I think it was Lake Avenia. and they're like, "We're like, why we got to stop running there?" They're like, "Yeah, there's a den down there of hyenas, and we found some mm. human remains in there. Stop. You guys might want to stop running down there." <laughs> Yo, let me tell you something, Rick. If you have never got attacked by a pack of wild dogs, oh my goodness, at night in Iraq. Oh those things go across the desert like <laughs> like a bat out of these guys and they come in a big pack and they're like and we have a weapon <laughs> like, did you shoot them <laughs> so <laughs> just your imagination you hey i don't i don't want to be where michael vick was you know what i'm saying <laughs> but did you shoot them marlon did you shoot no, the no 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 we, we we didn't we scared them off um, Beos, Beos. Oh man, I gotta bring on my boy Beos one time. Beos was like, "Man, what in the heck is going on?" We're like, "Yo, bro, we can't walk nowhere. <laughs> Hyenas on base, <laughs> wild dogs on base. Oh my goodness, this is crazy." So yeah. okay, I will give you a third story. This is a fun one, and be- just because it's International Women's Day, um, yeah. and I appreciate you guys having me this day to, re- to yes, re- freaking awesome. I don't even know if that was planned. It was awesome, but um, one of the deployments I had. Uh, it was it was pretty intense. We thought we were gonna get Osama bin Laden, and I was the last to make sure they checked off their risk so they could lower their risk, whatever. Um, yeah. And we were on our way up to meet them. Anyway, we stopped intermittently um, at a base, and I was I looked at my crew and I'm like, listen, dudes, like it, we had it was a 24 hour day. I'm like, I, I've been up for 24 hours. I've been flying this thing for 24 hours. Like we we just gotta we just call it. And they're like, yes, you're right. So we call it. We go to the mayor. You remember mayors, Marlon, like the mayor of the bases, the yep. army yep. thing. I don't know what the heck yeah, that was. They about. say mayor, we call it the quartermaster yeah, I, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I'll remember the name. 
It's all good. So we went to the mayor and they're like, hey, listen, uh, Captain, that was me at the time, Captain Opke can go sleep in quarters across the base by by herself in the women's quarters. And the guys are going to be over here by the chow hall, everything. And, you know, and and as we're like sitting there with the mayor, like this big freaking, I don't know, like what you call the biggest unit of Marines you can imagine, like they're marching back on base. They had been out in the field for six months. Okay. And they had their weapons all that stuff okay so i'm i'm a captain and i'm looking at these marines and i'm just seeing like just i don't know hunger i don't know what hunger was for but like they they were out in the field for like six months and and i look at my crew and i'm like dudes like i'm not sleeping alone and i look at the mayor i'm like hey (laughs) does the the women's tent have locks on the inside he's Mm. like no no the bars yeah i was like lock he said no it locks on the outside though and I was like, I'm sorry, I don't know what your what your, what your audience is, but I was like, no, I am not sleeping alone in a tent by myself that only locks on the outside. Like, I don't know what you're like, they yeah. like, we have this whistle for you. I'm like, no, no, this whistle's not gonna work for me. So I had my crew stay with me in my quarters in my tent. And they made, yeah. like, we made a circle. They had their guns on them. They're like, they, all dudes, you know, just surrounding me. I was like, I'm not sleeping by myself in this tent. So that was another time when I was like, you know what? Like, I don't understand what it is about the military that they don't get that, like, me being by myself, being in charge of all these guys should maybe yeah. have a little Crazy. bit better protection. Yeah. When we yeah. have guys. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. that brings up, that brings up a, another whole stream of conversation because. I, I, I've never had the conversation or even talk, thought, talk through what that looks like of being a, a female, a woman in the, in the Marines and not the Marines in the military. Um, and just some of the things that you have to deal with or things that you have to think about. Right. Um, I don't know how, how deep we want to go with it, but it's, it's just a matter of even just the awareness of what you had there of your surrounding and be like, hey, I know I got to make a decision right here that, mm. you know, like I, 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 I rather, you know, have my guys that I that know me that I know will protect me around me versus me be alone in that in that space because I'm not I'm not comfortable. Comfortable. Yeah. You know, and but it then begs me to ask. And, and I don't know how much this is talked about, but, you know, what if you didn't have your guys there? You know, like how many people are going through that 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 space of hey, I'm uncomfortable. Um, is there some levels of uh, provisions for me in my discomfort? So, I love this. Thank you so much for asking that. Um, I even today I was going through. Inst- I don't know how much it goes. I mean, I love Instagram reels. I think they're hilarious, especially because I pick up on a lot of like things are are bucking against the cultural norms, right? And uh, there were two specifically today that I thought were just amazing the first one was this comedian chick who's talking about like hey you know what I am a very successful woman and I work at night and I really just want a partner who will like I'm gonna I want to have kids so he has to stay home at night while I go so like he can't have a job but I don't want a guy who doesn't want a job like that sounds disgusting like he's gonna sit on the floor and eat crumbs and smoke weed like that's not what I want like I want a guy who wants to be like have goals right I want a guy who wants to have goals who's like heart charging who's gonna take care of himself who wants to make the best of life but I want him to give all that up 
so I can have my career. Mm-hmm. Right. And how much is that of like the and because I've been around men all my life, like yeah. how much have I heard that over and over and over again in my career field from the guys I work with? And yeah, yeah. I mean, God bless them, but that's that's just the social norm. And for a chick to say that, like, oh no, like you can't expect yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, how yeah, dare yeah. you? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. how dare you expect her to him to give up his whole life to be with you? But yeah. You know, like that's the nucleus family in the military. And I mean, that I'm just in a microcosm. I, I don't know what it's like on the outside for a lot of other women, but that's just my my personal experience. Um, the other the great one was what if women get more rejected by men? And so it shows a woman at the gym talking to a guy on this on a spin bike. And, and she's like, hey, you know, you could really get a lot hotter if you like just pedal a little bit faster i'm really looking for a guy who can take care of kids who's going to make really great kids like you're just not doing it for me and like just the dynamic of like she's speaking to him and he needs to bring up his game to mate with her yeah, yeah, i was yeah, like yeah. that's just genius and i i mean to your point ricky and and you know and I don't mean to put throw anything in anybody's face, but at the same time, like there's a lot of cultural norms in our society. And I mean, I say this very lightly and I do not mean this, but I, I, I say I blame our, our mothers because they raised our sons to be my partner, right? Like they could have done a little bit better. I say it's totally lightly, but at the same time, like we have created the society where there's things that are culturally normal for men to, for men to expect of women and if women expect the same of the gender, the opposite gender, like all of a sudden it's like, we're just offensive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and so back to your point there, and, th- and that's the bigger picture, but to go to the microcosm of my life in the military, like when I would deploy, they'd hand me a whistle and they'd be like, hey, you know, just you keep this whistle on you all the time. You blow it. Blow it when you you're in being trouble. attacked. And I'm like, you are really sanctioning being me being attacked by giving me a whistle. Like I have a gun. I'm going to shoot that. Exactly. You know, if you think that me blowing, blowing a whistle is what's going to like the, the attack is already happening. You're saying it's okay for him to attack me. Just come save me when I'm being attacked. I'm like, no, like you should really be encouraging these women to kill the person that's trying to attack them because they're, there is there is a space in the military for deviants. There is a space where these men and women yep. are not mentally stable, can can perform deeds that are not yeah. okay. And we really have got to be honest and have that honest. Yep. yep, we see it in Fort Hood, right? Yes. Fort Hood. We have got, we have got to uncover it and, and say, you know what? Like that is, and that's not us. Like that's not our culture. We have got to get those people out so we can actually perform our duty instead of giving our potential victims whistles. Whistles. Yeah. 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 You know, Ricky and I, um, we did a podcast about the whole John Moran thing and we're talking about climate. A lot of, a lot of people set that climate yes. in their unit and they kind of, I don't know why, I, I don't want to speculate why they do it, but they, they, they set a climate in their unit where like, like you're saying, okay, she, she has a, um, Jen doesn't feel um, safe. She has a whistle, right? Right, right. Thank you. Right, like, how do we make her feel safe instead of like, let's address what's not not making her feel safe? Correct. Yeah. She had the whistle. What? Why? Why yeah. is she worried about blow the whistle when she gets attacked? Yeah. But she's getting a, 
Okay. All right. Yeah. Roger that, sir. <laughs> right. So it's 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 a very it's 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 a bad Rick. So I sit down. I'll tell you how I I, I deal with my females in the Marine Corps, and and I I talk to them sternly about if you have a boyfriend that's a civilian, he has to learn very quickly that your best friend might be a dude. He has to learn very quickly that you're going to be around dudes 24-7. Yeah. Do not, do not have him thinking whatever, but that's him. It depends on the person's uh, thing. So that's one thing I talked to them about. The next thing I talked about, talked to them about is when everybody's in the barracks drinking and they're just drinking crazily, and I know we're all in the we're supposed to be in a melancholy world where everybody's just nice and everything, and you're in the military and you're safe. Watch who you drink around. Watch whose room you're in. There's a lot of things that I think we just have to talk to them about because they come into the military and you you would think everybody's in the military. Safe. They're safe. a good per- they're safe. Everybody's my brother. We're a band of brother, right? But that's not the case. Like you said, there's deviance. There, there, there's there's people in here that are sick. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. and the problem is that we don't call them out. And I think that's part of the military problem is that we we want everybody to feel accepted, right? Like, and I'm not talking about this current, like this current cultural thing where we need to accept everybody. That's not what I'm talking about. It, it this is this goes back to like <laughs> hundreds of years where we because the military we are the we're kind of the the we try to to create this like everybody is accepted everybody can be in this everybody can be part of this military and they can be and it's been a great part of our culture but at the same time like when someone shows just that behaviors yeah any bit of deviance like yeah 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 you know when, when you're out of the bar and like your one bro is just like super intense on this woman and will not leave her alone like we don't call him out we don't say hey dude that's not okay instead we're like hey let's just go focus on something else like instead of like and this is what i love about my community like my brotherhood like we shame people we pride ourselves on shaming people right like like we make sure like you feel like the dumbest person in the room no matter what if you especially are out acting outside of our norms that's been one of the best things about being a, a combat search and rescue person but when it comes to like the the military writ large um i just feel as though we we try to push too hard this like we have to accept everybody as what they are especially and and of course it's complex and i'm going and we're like divest we're putting a lot into like a certain thing but like I wrote an article on LinkedIn and I would love everybody to read it. I, I'm sure it's very controversial about like I, I said that light tacking is still um, hazing. And that's the idea back in like the Secretary of the Air Force said no more tacking rank on, right? Like, and I don't know where the Marines stand on that anymore. Yeah, they, the same thing. They don't want us to do it anymore. Yeah, like the whole punching your rank into your yep. chest, punching your rank into I your I got chest. snake bites right here. I got I got my snake bites, right? That's a point of pride. However, like the stories I heard of my airmen when I was a commander of like being totally abused, like these young people that have like don't have voices. They can't say, Hey, I'm uncomfortable. They're being the, the, the senior leaders, senior enlisted are putting them in these situations where they're being, they all have to take these punches, right? Like, and if you don't take these punches, you're not tough enough. 
And I mean, God bless all of every of our military people, everyone that signs up, like they're heroes in my mind. However, there are people that fight across the line and there are fight, people that fight back in the barracks. And I feel like we try to make the people in the barracks feel like they're tougher to, mm. to what we are doing over the line. Mm. Right? Like it's controversial. I know. I, God bless everyone that signs up. I love everybody. But at the same time, like when you read the article and you read all the comments, it's the, I mean, I got 40,000 comments and a lot of them from like people that were their support. And they're like, they called the people, they, they were calling me a snowflake. And I'm like, dude, I, yeah yeah that's cool it's cool bro like you think that i'm a snowflake because i'm saying don't beat up on people that can't they don't have voices but the most people that supported me in that were the special forces guys and the marines guys who've been out there in this shit who've been shot at and who have like actually had to face death yeah so i mean i'm I'm pulling a string that's probably gonna reach no 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 no. this is a we we talk about we we talk about anything on here um definitely so to, uh, you being and I, and and I know your community just like my community it, it's it's well almost every community in the marine corps is uh is male centric right but yeah. uh being a female pilot what were the were the guys looking down on you i know at first you have to but it, i i'll let you answer that because i think everybody have to earn their stripes kind of thing but i know the the female portion plays 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 into i don't know your experience of the were they're accepting like oh yeah yeah let's go fly a mission because you know two well you, well you guys fly two beside each other two yes the twins okay so so you know a your women today is gen- it's cute i wasn't <laughs> gonna, i wasn't gonna play that game yeah i wasn't gonna play the game i didn't care like i walked in the middle of the hallway i drove a, a diesel truck a mm. stick diesel truck like i just wasn't gonna play the game like yeah. the guys tried to say some really condescending things to me like oh you did all right for a girl i'm like shut the fuck up i did really good period yeah. like <laughs> you know even as a lieutenant like they'd look at me like what do you mean <laughs> like no 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 i know my worth and um and i'm not playing this game like it's cute like you want to say you want to project all your insecurities on me but like that's all you're doing like yeah. congratulations thanks for letting me know what your insecurities are i'm gonna use that against you like yeah. you know i just i just wasn't i wasn't gonna play i mean and I, I mean i think that i i gained a lot of respect because i just and i and i wanted i i taught that a lot to the girls that were coming behind me like you know it's very it's very easy and i i think this culture of like women empowerment i'll tell a great story about women empowerment here in a second but like that teaches us it tries to tell women that they don't belong when really like who cares if you belong or not or not just show the up just show up like if you don't belong you will you will trit like you will trit naturally but if you think you belong and you do belong you will belong like i don't care what this is so uh, and this is my fun story about women's empowerment like I was I was at Moody Air Force Base in 2016. Everybody can look that up. We had Jen Short, who's an A-10 pilot, as our wing commander. Our MSG commander was another amazing, strong woman. And we and for some reason during this month, March, our wing decided to have a women's empowerment run. Mm. And so 
I did not run in that run. I don't think I was the DO, right? Like I was the director of operations of one of our largest squadrons in rescue. I just, I, I don't like it. So one of the guys, and I feel bad, like I should probably not tell the story, but, and I hopefully, you know, if he hears this, like, I think he's a hum- great human and I appreciate him supporting women's empowerment. He meant the best, but he was running and he came back and he had a medal on his, on his chest. He was a civilian. And uh, he, he walks in the office. He's like, and I see this, his medal. I'm like, hey, what was that from? And he's like, oh, I did the women's empowerment run, blah, blah, blah. I was like, the women's empowerment run. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to empower women. I really think you guys can do great things. And I was like, you, you work for me, right? Like you work for me. And you took an extra couple hours to go do this run. And there's things that we have to do to get done and turn in. <laughs> I mean, if you wanted empower to empower me on that. Empower me of that. <laughs> if you want to empower me, like you could go sit down at your desk. Yeah, yeah. And do the things that I asked you to do. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and by the way, like our wing commander is a is a female, and she's killed people with the A ten. Like she's like she's she's pretty empowered. Like she gets yeah. in her jet, and she's got big guns. You will never get to shoot. So she's I think she's pretty, pretty empowered. Yeah. And our and our mission support group commander, who is in charge of the largest portion of our of our of our group of our whole unit of our whole base, she's a chick. So, like, what did you think you were empowering by running to win your medal? Yeah. And <laughs> and our first sergeant's like, "Oh, I gotta leave. I'm not comfortable in this." And I'm like, "Oh no, no, you're staying right here." Yeah. I was like, "I see what guys next year." I want to have a men's empowerment run. Like I want you guys to feel like you are the strongest men that have ever gotten behind your computer to do the task that I have told you to do. But is that not what you guys are doing? You yeah, know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my goodness. Now I'll oh, Rick. I, yeah, so 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 where. Just listening to your story, where are you now, like today, as at all the things that you've gone through? And I and I'm saying that because I just I just went on LinkedIn after you said LinkedIn. I said, oh, let me let me pull let me pull her up and make sure I'm, I'm connected to you and see see that article and everything. But where are you now with everything that you that you've done, everything that you're doing? Um, for one, we didn't even ask, are you still serving? One, yes. are you in service? And then tell us some of the things in your role now, like what do you do on an everyday basis? So I'm the chief of personnel recovery and special operations forces, which is my favorite because I'm in charge of all the dudes that think that they're better than me or <laughs> that I don't belong, which is yeah. hilarious, right? Yeah, yeah. I show up and <laughs> especially, I mean, especially the guys that are insecure that are like, well, why are you in chief of special operations forces? I'm like, cause I'm special operations and I did a lot of shit. Anyway, um, <laughs> those guys who usually are insecure about that are not dudes who have actually been in, in the in the shit with me, so it's fine. Um, yeah. But I, you know, I created my nonprofit with my co-founder Carrie Carrie Worth. She's also a spec op. She was a part of JSOC uh, pilot, amazing. Mm. She works for NASA now, and uh, it's called the Malu Project. And I really appreciate this opportunity to talk about it. We connect girls to aviation, but Ooh, right, yes. like an elevator like speech yeah. right there. But, but we only see aviation as a vehicle to really getting young people, girls especially, but all young people to seeing like what their what their real true capabilities are. Like, you know, like as Betsy Coleman put out back in 
you know, the 1919s early on, she was the, she would have been the first female pilot if it wasn't for Amelia Earhart being able to train in the United States. She had to go to France. So she was just a few months behind, but like, you know, as she said, like, there's no better equalizer than the airplane. Like, it doesn't care what you look, if you're man, woman, what color you are, it doesn't matter. Like you get up there and you've got to land it. And, and, you know, there's a, there's an empowerment in that. And so, um, you know, Malu project is, is we want to change the, while we're connect girls to aviation, we also are focused ultimately in changing that narrative around gender as many of those stories I just told, right? Like just think about things in a different manner from a different perspective than what we normally, you know, we go day to day and just don't even understand our, our assumptions about things. Um, and we just want to challenge that with that. So, you know, we would love people to send a, just take a look at our website. Uh, there's a beautiful video of a young girl who's flying. It will cheer anybody up on any bad day. The Malou, it's called the Malou.org. Please go check it out. And it's M-I-L-I-U-E-U-X. So M-I-L-I-U-E. I can't even spell it myself. So, um, anyway, it's the French it, word. It'll, 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 be, it'll be in our... Um... We'll make sure down below yeah they'll get a chance to do that oh, yeah, man. Yes. Um, I'm not cutting you off I really want to hear about this oh it's good no thank you um and so it's, it's the French word for um the cultural societal uh, you know atmospherics environment which we just we just thought played well with uh, with flying so I really appreciate any support there um but but yeah you know I, my day-to-day is just trying to make and and to talk about military things, right? Like we're in an existential crisis in the military trying to figure out, Marlon, I know you, the Marines have capitalized on that. They're already moving to cyber, which is genius. But like for the ground pounders that have been low intensity conflict, like I, I just, that's where we are. We're trying to figure out how like we can be terrestrial space communicators or something, like trying to figure out the next step of what, you know, these special operators who are incredibly talented and and, and amazingly trained are superhumans in my mind. How do we use, how do we utilize them in the next fifth gen war? Cause they're not going away. That, 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 that mm-hmm. is still yeah. So, I mean, for my Definitely. day, that's, that's where all my brain is every day. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you, you flew? It. Are you, are you fl- flying anytime these days? I or? still, yes, I still do fly. Um, August was last time I'm trying to get back out, but um, my, I don't know, but there's a, there's a high altitude course that my colleagues are doing in Colorado here in July. I'm hoping to hop on. So. Oh, nice. Definitely. Nice. You probably, I, I, I got to jump in the back of one of your, one, one of your copters one of these days and come on, me around. come on, let's do it. Definitely. I'm still, <laughs> oh, man, don't hold your breath on now. I'm still trying to get no, this hey, guy to skydive. Hey, I'm still trying lying, to get this guy to skydive. Let me tell you. No, hey, they don't know. Check this out. Check this that. out. Check this you out. You know what so, I mean? These, these, these Marines here, Jen, check this I tell out. you. Talk game. No, check this oh, out. man. Talk so, a big game. You know. We're going, we're going to, we're going to um, interview. Success Journey Show. We are going to be back. <laughs> so the next episode is going to yeah, be yeah, Marlon exactly. and Ricky jumping out. And if you don't see that, then. um, That's what, that's what I said. That's what we should exact, do. Exactly. That's what we should do. Exactly. That's what we should do. Rick, yeah. you're down? Exactly. Yeah. I've been down, man. I've been waiting for like four years for you to be ready. Hey. <laughs> Jen. So we 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 we're like, yo, listen. Um, we're gonna we're gonna when the podcast first start off, we get a great opportunity to interview Tito Ortiz. I don't know if you know Tito Ortiz. Um, MMA fighter, one of the first started, right? So we fly out to Cali and we're going there. So one of my boys. 
he is um he's in the Marine Corps, but he's also a a, 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 a um diving instructor, um skydiving instructor. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, bro, we're coming out there. Can we do a tandem jump with you? Da da da. Me and my boys coming out. He's like, yeah, sure, 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 sure. I was like, all right. So we get out there. I'm like, yo, Rick, tomorrow, <laughs> yo, we have this all set. Da-da. Rick is like, man, uh, no, 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 no. Jen, he's telling his version. He's telling his version. He, he's telling his version. I'll tell mine. I'll tell mine next. <laughs> but we go get him. We go. We, we go get him. And, and my neighbor. Right here, um, he's retired army. He jumped out. He jumped out of planes too. He was a he was a master. He was a master um jumper. So he was like, "Yo, anytime you're ready to go." And right by Ricky's house, so there's also they're always so, jumping out there. So Jen, right? Let me let me let me put some some more clarity around this, right? And I'm gonna let you come to your own conclusion. And I told him I'll pay. Here I we go. No, here we go. Ready? Watch this, Jen. He just said his neighbor is a master jumper and said he'll jump anytime he's ready, right? He's been neighbors with this guy for years. How many? <laughs> now, the whole, good. I Rick know there's a good. lot of places to jump in that area he, and that he knows. So I, I'm going to let you come to your own conclusion there. You know, I, uh, no, I, no, I, I don't know. You know what? No, no, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Uh, if you guys don't have a jump video after the end of this podcast, like yeah. I don't want to be published with you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is women empowerment, <laughs> not men empowerment. <laughs> I'm all about men's empowerment, my friend. There's not a jump video after this. Like I don't want. To. No, 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 I don't do not publish this without a jump, please, please. Jump. Hey, you know what? No, yeah, we got to jump. I'll sign us up. We get that ticket to the um, I, I fly, I sky, I sky. <laughs> Yeah, fly, fly high place where you go. Yeah, yeah. The we'll go. We'll go to a tunnel. Let's do a tunnel together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. We're not, we're not, you're not posting without like you jumping at the end of this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, now I have, I have one last question before you go. So, and and this is this is um because I know you 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 you're busy. You're busy, lady. You know what I'm saying. So, I want to ask this question because I want to see. I have my thoughts, right? So. They're like, hey, we need more females in broadcasting. Correct? Okay. And then what they do, well, you'll see a pretty lady, but she's reading off a script as a female. And then you have, but you have one that did broadcast that knows everything about football. Like could call the jersey, everything. She knows everything. But they give the other lady because of the the pretty face. Uh, as, as, as a woman that's trying to go forward or move forward, or I I, I don't know what to say. I don't want to say the wrong thing and let you punch me in my face the next time you see me. Because uh, <laughs> you know I'm okay. <laughs> You're not. You know. Yeah. Here's right. your promise. Yeah. So how do you how do you feel about that, and how how do you approach that situation, or what do you say towards that? Man, people are trying to make money. Yeah. Right. It, yeah. it's it's money making at that point like and you know it, there's so, it's that's a complex question but i think for the broadcasting thing like they're just trying to make money the most they can i mean that's why they had what was that broad street a broadcaster for a long time on the nfl like that blonde guy like he could, oh, he yeah. could talk. i mean yeah <laughs> yeah yeah how many good looking men were dumb 
that they just read you're pretty right like yeah, yeah. so yeah put somebody yeah, that knows sports that's what, that's what that's how i feel because yeah, you can not, tell when that person's not selling talks. sports man they're not selling but, sports. But marlon put marlon put that time into reading a good book about philosophy or something yeah all distraction from like what's really going on in life buy more bullets don't worry yeah, about right. bullets. <laughs> <laughs> hey I'm telling you, if that, yeah, I, this was fun. I, I, you, 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 I could tell, I could tell, it would be a great time. Well, we can record again, and you yes. don't have to talk about like skydiving, and then you know, you won't have to have that as the end of the video. But I swear to God, if you post this, <laughs> I will tell everyone. I will make comments. I'll repost it on all my social media. Be like, like, Yo, this was guys. supposed to end with them skydiving, and they didn't. Hey, hey. In your words, if it makes us money, shoot, go ahead and do it. <laughs> no. We'll have to have pretty broadcasters than you guys, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like uh, man, we're not going to fit the bill. I got to put the blush, um, the blur, clean my face up thing on my screen here real quick, you know? I already got the background blurred. I didn't want to blur my face, too. I look like, you, know, I you guys are way fun. This has been way yeah. fun. This was way fun. Hey, have you ever had an all-female um, crew? Uh, No. Why? No, no, no. I was asking because I know they did um something. The Marine Corps oh, had one. Yeah, yeah. The Navy yeah, over the Super Bowl with all-female. Yeah, and the Super Bowl, they did it all female crew which i uh, i thought i thought i thought it was cool just because yeah. you know i have i have two daughters uh, and i try to tell uh, my son played basketball she plays basketball she does what she want to do she, I, i'm i'm uh, you know ricky R ricky have all sons Dang ricky keep boys. your sons away from my daughters oh, boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or else they'll kick her their ass yeah, yeah there you go there you go there you go oh nah, man jan man this has been amazing um oh, thank you guys really i think we laughed a lot more than your last guest so i'm just saying and he was navy and this is yeah <laughs> reason why hey tim if you're watching this i didn't set none of that up bro <laughs> <laughs> Top you, gotta make, you gotta make sure he sees it you gotta make sure he sees this yeah um, it's, it's phenomenal uh jen i'm gonna ask you one last question and we'll, and we'll let you go here um this evening if you was a question that we asked most of our guests. Uh, if you can go back to a point in life where, you know, you had 60 seconds to pull yourself aside and with the wisdom, understanding, life experiences you have now, like what would you say to that, to that young Jen? And, and I'll let you pick that moment that you will go back to. Um, and there's no right or wrong answer, of course, but just wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Don't get married. <laughs> gotcha. You are trying to start a whole nother podcast. <laughs> so there's hey people, stay stay tuned for part two. Part yes, two. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. L listen, Jim, appreciate you. And to yeah. all of our travelers and guests that are around the world, want to thank you for tuning in again for another week of the success journey show. Listen, always remember, you can go to our website, thesuccessjourneyshow.com, um, and check out all of our previous uh, episodes. 
Um, I got to get on Marlon because there's some old episodes on there now. He hasn't updated in a, in a, in a, in a little while, but you know, I mean, he, he's trying to earn his keep, man. We're moving him up the ranks every, uh, every episode here, but um, I just want to thank you guys for tuning in, joining in with us. Uh, and we'll see you guys next week at the same place, the same time on the success training show. Everyone have a good one. Peace. All right. One love. You've been listening to The Success Journey Show, where your dreams, drive, determination, and diligence are the foundation to success. For more information, check out thesuccessjourneyshow.com. The Journey Squad is here helping you to your destination.